My name is David Carollo. I'm the executive director of the World of Positive Fatima, Our Lady's Blue Army. It's our tagline, and that's who we, our foundational name. And uh, we are a, an apostolate founded to promote the message of Fatima. My life has always revolved somewhat around uh, my Catholicism, our, our devotion to Our Lady, our devotion to my family had a great devotion to the Rosary, to Our Lady, to the message of Fatima, and to the, the promoting of that, promoting of the message of Fatima to the world and bringing it around. And um, not something I was directly involved with all my life, but it was always there. Um, our apostolate was founded in 1947. My family were, uh, they were part of the founding of the apostolate in 1955 in Chicago the year I was born, and so it was always around me. And as, of course, in the 60s and 70s, coming of age, in school and that, you don't really, you don't really follow and live things exactly the way you should, but then you understand. You always have that inside of you, and that's the beauty of the Catholic faith, that you're given these things as a child. That's the importance of teaching children young. And then they get older and they realize that their parents were actually pretty smart and they knew a lot of things. So you come back to living your Catholic faith and devotion to Our Lady was a big part of it. The rosary was always a, a devotion in our family. The family rosary every night, that was important. We would pray it as a family. We had two requirements. We had to be home for dinner when my father got home and we prayed the family rosary in the evenings. Devotion to Our Lady is important insofar as you have to understand who she is, okay? You know, she's the third person that was created without original sin, but the only one who maintained it, okay? You know, Adam and Eve had that gift and they lost it. Of course, our Lord was, was born without original sin, but, but Our Lady was, was the, the, the pure human who was born, given that gift, and through that gift, you know, she, she kept it, she, she persevered, and that's what she teaches us. She's a teacher, she's a mother, okay, you know. I always, uh, I, 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 know, I know so many, even like homeschooling mothers, but just mothers, you know, in general. My own mother was, you know, always are teaching us the faith. And I think that's really what you ask Our Lady, what is, what is her, her influence? How does she influence you? Well, obviously by supernatural grace, that's how you, you come to accept and understand things. But when you look at the Blessed Mother, and you look at, at, at who she is in, in, in creation, and, and, and you know, why, why does she come? She comes to places like Fatima. She comes and she gives us warnings, okay? Why? Because we're on the road to ruin. You know, when you look at the, but, but also, also something to understand is her, the power she has to hold back and to encourage and to, and to be a, you know, an intercessor for us in the eyes of God. I did have a couple of issues, a couple of times in my life where Our Lady truly was there. I mean, many, many times. I try to be devoted to the rosary, and I think they will say, those who pray the rosary do get signal graces. And I will remember one time when I was in some real danger, 
physical danger and, and something told me to turn away or move away. And wow, all of a sudden, I mean, one time I had a, a rock come through a window, somebody came at me and uh, it was, you know, and it, it, I have to believe that that was Our Lady moving that rock or moving me. Pope John Paul II speaks about when, um, or they spoke about when, when the assassination attempt in 1981, when he was in the Pope Mobile in, in, in St. Peter's Square. At the very last second, he, was, he, he looked and he saw the statue of Our Lady of Fatima, I believe, and he turned away just slightly. And that bullet missed his heart. And they say it was that last move that he made that caused that bullet to not go through his heart, okay? These are the things she does for us. If we are open, okay, we will get that, that guidance and protection that we need. We're not gonna be protected from every ill or evil or difficulty because that's not the way it works. That happens in heaven, okay? You know, we, 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 have to, we have to get a little dirty down here. We have to show a willingness to get dirty down here and do the things and be unpopular and, and say and do the things that, that she did, okay? We need to follow her as a guide. She's a perfect guide for us, as are the saints, the, the many saints. And you, you look at every great saint, you're gonna see devotion to the Blessed Mother in his, his or her life because that was the model they followed. Our Lady has a place in our lives, I mean, in everything. I mean, she is the mediatrix of all graces. This, she was given this, this position, okay? I mean, we have to go to Mary, I mean, truly. I mean, you, you really, you must go to her in some way. Every, every priest, every, every, everybody in religious life, everybody in apostolate work, uh, what all of us do, you have to do this in a way where, where you have to, if she's not the model, you're not on the right track. Think of the prayers that were given us at Fatima, of course, by the Angel of Peace the year before Our Lady appeared to the three children, but the pardon prayer, I love that. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love thee. And I beg pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love thee. Well, that was the, the prayer the angel gave the children. What did Our Lady say when she showed them the vision of hell? She said, You've seen hell where the souls of poor sinners go. Now, you need to pray for them. You need to pray for the conversion of sinners. This is our, this is our job. We are an apostolate of prayer. Pray for the conversion of sinners. And when our founder met with Sister Lucia to discuss the pledge that he put together, the pledge which we believe as many as 20 million people may have signed year round, well, worldwide in, in, since 1947. But our founder asked her, John Hafford asked Sister Lucia, what does Our Lady want to, what did she want the most? And he said, he goes, the recitation of the rosary, right? And she said, no, 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 she wants us to become holy. Mary. St. Joseph Day that we made the consecration to Our Lady. Uh, and, and, and in true devotion to Mary, St. Louis de Montfort puts it all together because then he says you do everything through, with, in, and for Mary. That's it. 
you know, for the greater glory of God, obviously. I think as a teenager, um, I probably felt that I knew everything at the time of my consecration, you know, but I did it. And yes, I, I did feel a, 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 a warmth. I felt that I was doing the right thing. And I, again, I can't say that I lived everything perfectly afterwards. On the contrary, quite frankly, I am a repentant sinner. Okay. And I'm, I'm happy to say that because there is salvation for all of us. And I think, and it's because our lady's there to keep an eye on us and, and pull us back. If, if we give ourselves to her, if we do it in the right sense, I always felt that I would have her intercession, that I would have her protection in my life. That is, you know, she takes everything you do and she makes it better, you know. If you bring her an apple to give to God, she polishes it before she gives it to him, you know. That was the example that was given us. But I thought that was beautiful because, because she takes your works and, she, and she, she directs you to do them in a way that have the most value. And when you consecrate yourself, you give all the benefit of your good works to her. You know, say, you know, obviously, please pray for, you know, my family. Please keep an eye on me. Please do this. And you, you, obviously, she's not going to forget you. But you're also saying to her, if I merited, if I, if I did something that merited a plenary indulgence today, you use that for a soul that needs it the most, okay? And she will. Obviously, she's going to come be there for you when you need it, too. But that's what this whole concept from Louis de Mont, St. Louis de Montfort, the true devotion, is all about. You know, you give everything to Our Lady, and she will repay you in ways you'll never understand. I believe in my own life that, that uh, Our Lady played a pivotal role in giving me an opportunity to find my way to salvation. That's my first, that's everybody's first duty in life is to save their own soul, okay? Then you work for that of others. Now, you know, we're all sinners, okay? Some worse than others. And I know myself, I mean, there's many things I need to make reparation for. And Our Lady is saying to me, I believe, <clears throat> I'm giving you a chance for greatness, even though you don't deserve it. <laughs> Think of the things you've done in your life, but I'm gonna give you the chance, or our Lord, our God is gonna give you the chance through this. I want you to become perfect. I want you to make up for things. We have to put the past beside, okay, aside. We are, we believe in, in, in believe when we confess our sins, they're gone. God forgets, okay. And, and she's showing us, not only do you have, have you been forgiven for your sins, now you still have the opportunity to become great, really great in the eyes of God, okay. So take advantage of it. So I want you to do this. I want you to, you know, work for the salvation of others. Because believe me, in those last moments, the greatest consolation you're going to have is from those who you've helped find salvation. Our goal, our mission as an apostle is to bring people to learn, live, and then spread the message of Fatima. Because it's a message more relevant today than it was in 1917. Those are the words of Pope John Paul II. 
it is more relevant today. And look at the world. I mean, Our Lady said all of these profound things that could happen. Well, look at the history of the 20th century and the first early part of the 21st century. It has been brutal. <laughs> it truly has. I mean, but yet there's hope out there. There is hope. And, and, it's, and it's, the hope lies in devotion to Our Lady and de devotion to the sacraments, Eucharistic reparation. We had a, we had a, a chaplain at our, our hotel retreat center in, in, in Portugal, Domus Pachas. And Father McSherry passed away since, but we'd ask Father, Father, what is the essence of the Fatima message? And he would say, reparation, reparation. And he would say, Eucharistic reparation. That was how he always put it. So it, Our Lady brings us to reparation, brings us to working for the salvation of souls, for working for the reparation that we have to make for our own sins and those of others. And that's really where true happiness lies. When you make that reparation over, you know, through prayer, through good works, through so many different things, you do, you have that, you, 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 you repair yourself, you repair your psyche, okay? And that's how you, rep that's how you are, are, are able to go to God, okay? Again, nothing imperfect has entered heaven. Nobody knows. I mean, we can't imagine what heaven is like. The accounts of saints who have looked you know, beyond, they've never even been able to, to really see what heaven was because it is, it is so amazing. And that's why uh, you know, there's, there people talk about the, 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 what is it for the damned or for anybody. And when anybody dies, that veil is pulled up, okay? and we see it all real clear in front of us. And for those who are sanctified, they are just drawn to this beautiful light, okay? For those who are saved but not purified, they understand they can't enter there until they're cleaned up. And sadly, for those who are damned, they see something they will never have. They could never under any circumstances have now. That's what's so, that's what's so final at that moment, okay? I believe Our Lady has had her mark in my life. I really do, in many, many ways. I think from uh, just the little protections and things I mentioned before, uh, the little insights I've been given. Sometimes I've, I've, I've something, something pushed me to go talk to somebody or find something out about somebody, and then wow, there was a real need for me to be there. And that didn't come from me, okay? That was, you know, uh, I think, meeting my wife, finding somebody who also was like this, who, you know, I'm with a, with a woman who's, you know, our job is to get each other to heaven, okay, first and foremost. And I think that, I think that selection of a mate had a lot to do with it. I mean, I, do, I think Our Lady has been there in those pivotal parts of my life. I think my career choices, um, my, um, just so many different things. I, I just think she's always been there. And, uh, I, and I hope that I've lived up to it and followed it. I know I always, I haven't always, but the idea is I always strive to live up to being her son, okay? You know, you wanna make your parents happy. You wanna make your parents proud of you, okay? Well, you look at her lady the same way, you know? So you wanna act in a way that, that she would consider to be good, you know, good behavior and make her proud of you in that, in that sense of, I don't mean the pride of the devil I'm talking about, but proud as far as, Yes, he's, he's trying to, he wants to be a disciple of my son.
say to people, you know, love the Blessed Mother because she is really our guide. She is the one that you want to emulate. If you want to be perfect, look to the most perfect one to be perfect. And you want to become like her son, look at, look at the creation there. Look who she was. Look, look how she just, because she, she, she cooperated with grace. And that's really what happens. Everything we do as an actor is grace. Our, our Lord gives us the grace before we do something. We think we have an idea. I think we're given that idea. Now, do we cooperate with it? And that's really what, do we cooperate with the grace to move forward and, and attain our own salvation, first and foremost, that's the most important thing we can do, and then bring other people to that too. And to come to an understanding of the gravity of everything so you have a love for people, you know, that's what it's all about. A true, a real charity is that love for people. Are you willing to make reparation for those who you love? Now, are you, you know, do you pray for sinners? Do you pray for your, your, your spouse, your children, your friends, your siblings? Okay, now, what about your enemies? Do you pray for your enemies? You know, our Lord did from the cross. He forgave them, okay? And I think that's what it's all about. Are we willing now to, to people who persecute us or hate us or have hurt us, do you take time to pray for them? Our Lady did, you know, and I think we have to. That's what she leads us to is that perfect charity of mind that we don't, that we're not just, not just the people that we love and are, want to hold close to us, but the ones we don't care too much for and we avoid, are we willing to help them? That's our, that's that, then I think you've, you've, you've arrived at the heart of Mary when you, when you really start thinking in those terms. Our Lady of Fatima will go down as the greatest of Marian apparitions in history. It all began on May 13th in the year 1917 when three shepherd children, Lucia dos Santos, her cousins Francisco Marto and Jacinta Marto, witnessed a vision of the Virgin Mary standing in front of them in the fields of Cova de Iria. messages of peace and of prayer, and they even saw a vision of hell. Many thousands of people began to gather in that area, and they saw the children there seeing the Virgin Mary, the Blessed Mother of God. These messages were distributed to the faithful, made it all around the world, making Fatima the greatest of all Marian devotions. The greatest miracle that happened related to Fatima was the Great Sun Miracle, which occurred on October 13th, in which the thousands of people there who had been gathered to hear those messages of Our Lady and to witness a miracle. drenched in a rainstorm and they looked up to the sky and they saw the sun growing in size and spinning and descending on them. Was it mass hallucination? I'm not quite sure. There were the people there who were drenched previously were instantaneously dried and people witnessed this miracle from many miles away. 
Lady of Fatima goes down as one of the greatest apparitions in church history, and Pope John Paul II beatified two of those visionaries and released the third secret of Fatima that related to the assassination of a bishop in white. He, of course, relates that to his own assassination attempt on the feast of Our Lady of Fatima, taking the bullet from that assassination and placing it in the crown of Our Lady of Fatima. Our Lady of Fatima will go down as the greatest Marian apparition in the history of the Catholic Church. media a lot in evangelization, so I believe in the importance of Catholic radio, Catholic TV, Catholics using the new media. Can I encourage everyone to watch Shalom TV? I think it's a great vehicle of evangelization. And God bless all of you.